new My Football Club podcast. I'm your host, Augustine Sasso. You can email me at augustine.sasso at myfootballclub.co.uk. Well, sometimes it seems like you're up 1-0, you go shopping at Costco with the kids, and you come back, and not only have you not gained three points, you've lost the game. That's what happened yesterday, and uh, we're going to move on from that. You know, it also seems like the fleet has come out on the losing end a bit too much lately. And the next five matches are against both league leaders and teams fighting against relegation. It just doesn't get easier. But it's not all bad. Uh, We got Lance back, and he got his 200th game in the nets for the fleet. We're also 12 points from the drop zone with 12 games left. Now, I won't say 45 points will save us, um, but that's a good goal. Now, despite the losses, we're seeing unity. Uh, We're working together off the field, and there's also the future. And that's what uh, this podcast interview is about. I spoke to Ray Tuffield a few weeks back. He helps run the under teams. Um, I got into, I got a peek into just what it takes to uh, run these teams. Now the Epps fleet under boys and girls have been successful because of the tireless work of volunteers like Ray. So here now is Mr. Ray Tuffield. Hi, Ray. This is Augustine. Hello, Augustine. How are you? Oh, very good, very good. Thank you. Um, bit chilly uh, in, bit chilly in New York at the moment. A little bit, a little bit. <clears throat> not, not too cold. Um, right. Uh, it's about uh, it's about forty degrees, so I guess that's um, freezing. Yeah, yeah. maybe f- yeah. Uh, five or six Celsius, I think. It's, uh, yeah, it's a bit it's a bit cold over here too, Chum. Yeah, no, anyway, that's, that's I've heard. We've made contact. I'm trying to familiarize uh, myself with the with the youth uh, setup, and um, I know we have a absolute United Youth section, and it's run by an executive committee. Yeah, um, a management committee, yeah. Yes. Um, can you uh, tell me a little bit uh, more about, um, you know, where the kids come from and, you know, the age group of the teams and a um, right. little bit like okay. that? Okay. Um, <clears throat> the, 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 uh, we, we, we run a soccer club, a mini soccer club, for the five- and six-year-olds mm-hmm. on a Saturday morning. And they don't play in organised games yet because we are we're not allowed to have organised games until uh, under sevens. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So our first team is our under seven team, which has just started playing in um, what's called the Selkent League, um, and and that's the boys teams. Now the boys teams then go from under sevens right the way through to under-16s. Mm-hmm. So in, in the boys' section of the youth setup, we've got 12 boys' teams. Um, because it's under-8s and under-10s, we have two teams per age group. Mm-hmm. And from under-7s through to under-12s, those teams play in the Selkent League, which... Um, is a league that's basically around South East London and North Kent. Mm -hmm. And from under-13s, 
the boys then play, the boys' teams play in the Kent League, which is our county league, which is the highest league that they can play in at youth level in the county. Mm-hmm. So at the Kent League, we have under-13s, under-14s, under-15s and under-16s boys. Okay. And okay. And from under... from After under-16s, they then go into the care of the first team coaching setup and the pace scheme and the apprenticeship scheme. So I and my management committee have responsibility from five-year-olds up to under-16s levels and in addition to the boys, we also have six girls' teams. Mm-hmm. But, but the girls' teams don't start playing until under-10 level, and then we have teams through to under-16s. And then the under-16s girls, once they uh, finish this season, they go on to hopefully the ladies, mm-hmm. which is a separate division within the club. Wow. So there's about 18 teams that we have responsibility for in the youth section, as well as running... Uh, as I said, our Saturday morning soccer club for the very small ones, our, uh, our soccer academy um, on a Thursday evening, and um, then all the teams um, for match days and competitive games and training and coaching normally twice a week. Mm-hmm. So, um, and then in addition to that, we've got responsibility for running the uh, the club's community scheme. Oh, and uh, okay, and, and what what is that? I'm not familiar. Well, that's where we um, where we go into local schools in the area and put on coaching sessions for the boys and the girls. Wow. Okay. So, it, it, with the aim of developing contacts, connections, and putting the name of Ebsleet into the local community. And in addition to that, during school time, we then run. Um, holiday coaching courses, you know, through Christmas and Easter and uh, in the school holidays. And, you know, we have first-team players who um, take some of the sessions too for us on the holiday sessions. So it's all about developing uh, the club in the community with the ultimate aim, of course, of getting boys into the uh, boys and girls into joining absolute youth section, but also to get everybody, boys and girls, to start becoming supporters of the first team and uh, mm-hmm. getting them through the turnstiles. Yeah, yeah. So the youth section is uh, it's a, it's probably a lot larger than, than a lot of people think, um, actually. Yeah. Well, that, that's what I thought, and I always um, I think it's important to, um, to remember that, to remember that. There's well, we've been very successful in producing players for the first team that have come right the way through. Um, you know, we've got Michael West and Tom Fipp, who are currently first team regulars. Yes, yes. Um, who have come through the youth section, and before that, we've had Luke Moore, of course, who's now at Wimbledon, um, and various other players that have um, been on, been in the first team squads and have now moved on. So, yeah, that the uh, we, we we think we're doing a pretty good job and. In addition to that, of course, we've um, we've also produced players for um, uh, football league clubs, uh, from Premiership clubs down to um, the uh, division uh, just below us, which what? is the second division. Mm-hmm. Wow. So um, we like to think that we've um, got a pretty good track record on producing players, and ultimately, our, my responsibility and the coach's responsibility is to produce players for the first team. That's the sole remit that I've got as um, chairman of the youth section. Mm-hmm. 
I'm, I'm sorry, you were going to say something. I was going to say, you asked me earlier where the boys come from, boys and girls come from. Well, mm-hmm. yeah, they tend to be fairly locally based in North Kent, but we, as the boys get to a more senior level, and particularly teams that play in the Kent League, we attract players from all around the county. Um, so, it, generally speaking, it, it, it's in and around the local area. Um, but as the older they get, the further afield, um, boys start to want to come to Ebsfleet. Which is a good thing, because it means that we are constantly striving to um, get the better boys into the youth section before hopefully they go on to uh, the care of the uh, the first team. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Me, uh, you know, there's a there's a good name. <laughs> People hear the name of Absolute, so they want to uh, they want to play. Um, well, that, that's the that's the uh, aim. It doesn't always work like that. To be perfectly honest with you. Mm-hmm. Uh, but we are a we are an FA community club, chartered standard club, which is the highest level that you can be out, um, uh, uh, in the FA system. Um, I think there's only about ten of our uh, ten clubs in the whole of the county that have got have achieved that standard. So it does give us a really good pull in to get uh, players into the youth section um, because it means that you've achieved a certain level of coaching. Um, management, administration, and we cater for all boys, girls, um, children with disabilities as well. So we're very, very proud that uh, of that status, and we have to work very hard each year to make sure that we don't lose that charter. Um, so we're quite proud of that achievement too. Mm-hmm. And now, um, how is the youth section <coughs> funded? Is it funded... Um, just by donations, um, I'm, you know, I'm not familiar with that part of it. Okay. Um, firstly, there's subscriptions which mm-hmm. the parents uh, pay on behalf of their children. Um, that's you know one of the major sources of funding. You've then got sponsorship. So local firms will want to sponsor individual teams. Um, some firms will want to sponsor parts of the youth section or contribute money by way of just a donation. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, we do try to raise money from fundraising events as well mm-hmm. um, because it's an expensive operation to run our youth section. So there's primar- primarily there are three sources of income. Subscriptions from parents and players. Mm-hmm. Sponsorship from companies or individuals of teams and donations and fund and fundraising. Wow, okay. That's good to know. That's good to we, know. Um, just for the record, the, uh, the club did not contribute any money to the youth section. The first team club did not contribute any money to the, uh, to the youth section. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So we're self-funding, basically. Okay, okay. I, I thought I'd heard that, but I, I, I wasn't quite sure. Yeah. Uh, so thank you for that. Uh, now, the um, uh, after the under 16s, yeah, um, the the players can go to the fleet academy. Is that is that correct? Yeah. That's the next level. And yeah, then, that's the next level. And then we have one more level. Do we not? Do we have the? Is it the under 19s? Well, yeah. The, at the moment, there are to to get to to, to go. From top to bottom, you've got the first team, mm. you've got the reserves, 
you've got then our what's called what we still regard as our pay scheme. Mm-hmm. Um, then there's two other teams that um, are under 18, under 19 level. So there's a there's a you know, great opportunity to attract more players that uh, once they get um, out of the youth section. But uh, you're right, there are different steps um, once you once the boys leave the under 16s. Mm-hmm. And the whole point about that is that they are then. Um, educated uh, at a local college, te- sports technical college, and have training uh, throughout the week, and obviously uh, doing their studies as part of the uh, the curriculum. Um, and Ian Docker uh, has basically coaching responsibility along with Paul McCarthy, who's the assistant manager of mm-hmm. the first team. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've, obviously I've heard of, of both of them. Uh, okay, well that's good. Th- th- thank you for you know just um, highlighting the whole uh, the whole scheme, you know, the different levels. Uh, I, I appreciate that. Um, sometimes it's not it's not clear in in my mind. Um, I know this is somewhat similar to uh, soccer in the U.S. Um, you know, you'll have um, even a local amateur team. Um, they'll have uh, under 20s, and then you know all the all those under 16 teams. Yeah, yeah. So that's not um, again, it's overlooked, but it, it's there too. So yeah, well, I, I, you know, having been to the states a couple of times and seen some of the facilities that you guys have got out there, mm-hmm. I mean, it, it makes a mockery of our facilities in the UK. Actually, I mean, we we struggle to get decent pitches, decent training areas in the local community. Mm. Um, so it's a bit of a shame, really, and the, and the costs are rising all the time for where we train and where we play. Um, we don't have our you know, our own ground mm-hmm. yeah. as such. We have to hire uh, facilities wherever we are training in the, in the local area and playing games in the local area. And it isn't, uh, it isn't cheap, no. Augustine, I can tell you. Yeah, no, no. Um, just one other question um, <clears throat> about the philosophy of of the of the games of yeah. the matches. I yeah. know that um, in the states there are two main bodies of uh, you know, two main the soccer governing bodies. One is m- more competitive, and then the other is they just guarantee that <clears throat> your kids are, are going to play. So it's not so much, they're not result-based. And I was just wondering um, if there's a mix of that philosophy with the youth teams, if it's, um, you know, playing time over... Yeah. We, we, uh, at um, mini soccer level, which is from 7 till 10, Mm -hmm. our governing body, which is the FA, I'm sure you know that, the, Mm -hmm. the Football Association, they've got strict guidelines in terms of fairness for players than the amount of time that they spend on the pitch throughout the season mm-hmm. and um, at under sevens and under eights levels there are no league fixtures results published um, nobody knows the results other than the two teams on the day you don't get awarded points you don't get um, gongs at the end of the season there are no trophies there are no cup games and um, whilst they call it you know, friendlies, you know, I don't believe there's 
any such thing as a friendly game, to tell you the truth. <laughs> Every game is competitive. But so uh, up to mini soccer, which as I said is up to under 10s, uh, there is you know, real fairness, particularly, and we're very strict on our managers to make sure that all the boys um, and the girls get the same amount of playing time over the course of the season. Um, the whole aim of the youth section, as I said, is to produce players for the first team, which is very much around, and our philosophy is first and foremost, it's player development. Mm-hmm. Let's be fair, you know, let's be frank rather, we all, we all want to win, and we're all winners that play in sport generally, but, the, as I said, the real aim is to make sure that we're developing the players in the correct way. And, you know, we are not results-focused, um, as much as uh, some teams that we uh, an opposition that we play against in all the leagues, and sometimes that's very hard for the parents, competitive parents, <laughs> to take, because they want to see little Johnny scoring five or six goals. Yes. And uh, whilst we don't mind that, it's how we play, and are, are the boys actually learning from the training, taking on board the coaching that they're being given? Uh, yeah, so our philosophy as a, as a club is all about player development. And, and I'm not just playing lip service to that. It's a fact. Mm-hmm. Um, but we do have to make sure that the boys do know how to win. And sometimes they sure do not, you know, they do know how to lose as well. Right. Well, that's we're very, you know, We encourage fairness, fair play throughout. We've got a very strict code of conduct of, of behaviour, both for the managers, the coaches, parents, supporters and, and players. And everybody has to sign up to that code of conduct. And I'm not afraid of actually asking parents to leave the club, players to leave the club, or indeed managers and coaches to leave the club if they're in breach of our codes of conduct. Wow. Because well, that's the way it has to be. No, I, I agree. I agree. Yeah. So as the, older, as the, the age groups develop, then... You know, there is more emphasis on, uh, in terms of, um, as the, the boys will see it as winning games and the girls will see it as winning games, um, but it's still very much focused around they, they're here to learn and develop because ultimately we want them to go on and play for the first team. And if the first team, if the boys go into under-18 level and they, you know, the, 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 the first team coaches are having to work on the boys, well, that puts them behind the eight ball straight away. So the boys have got to be ready to step up. Technically, they've got to be ready to step up um, before they get into all kinds of um, patterns to play and so on from the first team. So you know, we're very conscious of the fact that it's about player development, and I can't, I can't, you know, reinforce that enough, really. Wow. All right. Well, thank you, um, Ray. Uh, is there anything else um, you'd like to say? Uh, I really thank you for your time. Um, anything else you want to add before we go? Um, no, I think you've got the picture of where we stand. I think um, just to refer people to have a, you know, to when you're looking on the main first team website, just have a look at what the ladies are doing, have a look what the, the youth section's doing as a whole, the boys and the girls. It'll give you a clue as to, you know, some of the, um, the results and, and uh, a bit more about the teams. The website's constantly... Uh, developing, so it, it is something I would say, you know, get the members to have a look at the, uh, not just the first team website, but the uh, the youth section website too, which is all part of the uh, the main 
club absolute website. Well, I'll make sure to do that. Ray, thank you for your work. Uh, no problem. You know, putting in your time and uh, no. you know, you know, helping uh, produce these yeah. these players. Uh, I appreciate yeah. it. I would say, actually, just on a final thing, actually, Augustine, yeah. is that it's helped to make clear that all of us are volunteers. So uh, we do it for love because we're all cranky, probably. <laughs> yes, thank you. Uh, I'm glad you mentioned that. Yes, uh, we can't forget that. Um, <laughs> we are volunteers. But all donations gratefully received. All right. Okay, Augustine, thank you for your time. Thank you. I wish you well. You too. Take care. Bye-bye now. Bye. All right. Thank you again. Uh, and I know we've had a number of different fundraisers. Uh, we're probably going to have some more. Uh, but let's not forget uh, the future of the fleet and these young players. And if you're interested, you can donate directly. Uh, go to ebsfleetunited.co.uk. Uh, you can look up both the youth teams and the ladies teams uh, and click on the donate button and also see Keith's article on the MyFC website uh, came up today alright so speaking of the ladies team uh, they are holding fast they're fifth in an 11 team division and firmly ensconced in that middle group Lewis is on top with 45 points followed by Norwich and Enfield um, with 35 and 33 points, uh, respectively. Then, that mid-pack of six teams, separated by seven points, that includes uh, Ebbsfleet. The next three games for the ladies are on the road, starting uh, today against Ipswich. Uh, but I think they will fare uh, pretty good. I, I think they're going to close out the season well. As always, good luck to the ladies. Okay, now, um, let's look uh, give an update to the uh, boys teams. The under 18s are in second place and here's a few names for you to remember. I gotta pronounce them right first. So it's uh, Oluwafemi Kafo and Daniel Sewell. These are the names that come up on the score sheet so uh, they should be names to remember. The academy team not too good but it's not all about winning. They're sitting ninth out of 12th. And again, from the score sheet, a name to remember. Tunde Adewunmi. Remember that name. Even if I mispronounce it. Okay, so uh, what's happening on the MyFC website? We've got a vote that's ending on Tuesday. Special funding request. Um, you can also get the latest cash flow statement. That came out last Friday, hot off the presses. Um, I think everyone's been uh, pretty good uh, with that, getting that out to us. Um, you know, we can see exactly where we are uh, at the moment, and um, we can work from there. Uh, also, did you know about the ticket bank? So that's where you can donate a ticket to support the club, even if you uh, can't make the game somebody that's for something like me speaking of not making the game uh, members are going to sponsor the Braintree game uh, 10 members at 51 pounds each and that includes 
uh, admission, food, sitting behind the bench, and the selecting man of the match. Now, wait a minute. Sitting behind the bench. Hmm. That's too cool. Go to the MyFC shop for details. And uh, related to that is Kenny Slough. He's put up a pledge to get USA members to pledge 10 bucks to help sponsor the aforementioned Braintree match. Now, um, the pledge is pretty simple. Kenny's going to give 100 bucks if he can get 90 USA members to give 10 bucks. Uh, we got 15, and we need 75 more. I think that's a little weak, so um, let's have a little representation from... Uh, the USA MyFC members. Okay, finally, uh, if you haven't gotten it, go to the Fleet Trust website and get Paul Harrison's Absolute United book. It's uh, twelve ninety nine pounds. That is twelve pounds ninety nine pence, maybe. Anyway, um, I've got the previous version that ended in uh, two thousand and six. And so this should bring it all up to date. Um, it's a great little book, just uh, given the history of the fleet. And um, if you haven't gotten it, like I said, you should go get it. All right, here are the websites. MyFootballClub.co.uk For all your My Football Club news. AbsoluteUnited.co.uk We're on Facebook facebook.com backslash myfootballclub and on twitter twitter.com backslash myfootballclub that's all I have for you today up until next time uh, this is your humble narrator signing off up the fleet
Yeah.